This is the Iyer What Now podcast, in which Mary Thompson and Jerry Thompson explore Ayurvedic principles and make them easy to understand so that you can benefit from this amazing health science. We're glad you're here. Hi, I'm Mary Thompson, and I'm here with my brother Jerry Thompson, and we are Iyer What Now? And today, oh, hey, Jerry, good to see you. Hi, Mary, it's good to see you too. It's nice to get together like this. I think today we decide we're going to talk about aging and maybe okay. look at that from an Ayurvedic perspective and mm-hmm. see what see what the conversation, how it evolves around that. Okay. Yeah, it's something we all do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we're lucky. Yeah, that's true. If we're lucky. I think it's, I was talking to someone the other day and it's just, it's so hard, I think, because people look in the mirror and they may not like looking older. I think we were talking, we, this was specifically talking about women and aging because so many women have things done. Like if you look at older actors or the male actors and they still have wrinkles on their forehead and crow's feet along their eyes and they still may have some signs of aging. I guess the whole thing started because of the Sports Illustrated cover with Martha Stewart. Yeah, I think it started before that, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, my conversation started with that because I was so put off by um, all the work that was done to make it look like she wasn't 81 and then everything being said, oh, look at what she looks like at 81. Well, isn't that something our culture is, especially Western culture, is so anti-aging that mm-hmm. uh, you want to be young. You often, uh, especially women, don't want to, uh, uh, it's an insult to even ask their age. And right. uh, it, it's, it's, um yeah, it's it's really a negative thing. I and I don't think it has to be. I, I, right. You know, it's uh, it does mean that you're uh, you've spent more time here, but that could be a plus. Yes. Yeah, and what you look like mm-hmm. doesn't reflect who you are and your value and you know mm-hmm. all the things that you've done throughout the course of your life. So, but then that becomes so much of a focus. Right. Right. So I think a big part of aging, and we're talking about Ayurveda, because sometimes Ayurveda is referred to as a science of longevity, mm-hmm. that it okay. has a whole aspect, a whole arm of Ayurveda is about therapies to help one live as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And we know that Kapha time of life is the first one, mm-hmm. and that begins, sets a stage for everything. And then the Vata time of life is our last stage of life. So, like, to work against aging, we're just trying to maximize the pitta time of life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at the end of the pitta time of life, let's say for women that's around menopause, and for men it's like a, a retirement age, mm-hmm. that we want to kind of shift our focus to pacifying vata so we can not stay youthful, but stay mm-hmm. vital. Stay vibrant. Because one thing that I really respect about what you do is you are really active. Yeah, you yeah, go out. yeah. Mm-hmm. I go hiking and biking and I, I, I enjoy my garden and mm-hmm. way too many hours out there. And uh, yeah, but yeah, but I do. I, I, I am very active uh, and probably more so than a lot of people that are in their 70s. Mm-hmm. 
Let me ask you a question because I know you have a personal trainer and I think that's a thing too, is you make it a point to work specific muscle groups and to strengthen your body with that. How have you found or have you found that that's helped you be able to continue your activity levels as you get older? I think that has a very uh, significant part. And, you know, I, I got the personal trainer. I, I'm fortunate that I can afford one because it's not cheap. But um, yeah, I, I often feel like if I just am going to work out on my own, I'll always find something that has a higher priority to do. And I just wouldn't get around to it. And now that I have a personal trainer, I've got to pay her whether I show up or not. So I'm showing up and getting my money. Yeah. Paid. But it, it does. I, I often tell people that, uh, um, it, it, you know, what are you training for? And I say, well, I'm not training for anything specific. I'm just doing this so I'll get older slower. And that's kind of my goal is to, it sort of, it, it does keep me more active. It keeps me uh, more limber and uh, uh, it helps do uh, 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 just like, it's just that it, it, it keeps my body in, in better shape for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's easy to get into a pattern of just not being active. And then this sort of gets me out of that and into the pattern of being active and, and doing Mm-hmm. I think I think it's a good value, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's important. Yeah. And and as far as different had... muscle groups too, she's the one that focuses on the muscle groups, not me. I just okay. what I'm told. Yeah. yeah, but she knows your lifestyle. She knows that you want to hike. She knows that you want to bike. She knows that you've got things. Um, she's I mean, because you've been with her for for a couple of years, so she knows what's coming up in your life, and she might be thinking, "Oh, he better work on that upper body strength if he's going to be doing this activity." Exactly. And, and a balance, keeping things uh, um, uh, both. I'm trying to think of the right things. So, so if I'm if I'm developing my biceps, I've got to also work on my tricep uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and things. So she uh, uh, keeps things in balance, which I think is helps a lot to prevent from getting injured. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. <laughs> I recently had the opportunity to listen to two well-experienced men. One was uh, a Western doctor who was a, with an emphasis on sports medicine. The other was an Ayurvedic doctor who had a really broad focus, but his he had worked with a great deal of sports injuries. And they were supposed to be talking about the Ayurvedic approach to addressing sports injuries. Mm-hmm. And the first words out of their mouth were, you know, the best way to treat sports injuries is to prevent them from happening. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's a lot of what you're talking about is when you take the time to prepare your body physically, mm-hmm. you're going to be less likely to have a sports injury occur with the activity, whether it's, you know, a hiking injury or a biking injury or anything like that, mm-hmm. right? because you're ready for it. Um, you yeah. kept that muscle group really attuned. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's and, not like I'm super fit. You know, but I am, I am in balance and, uh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you make it a point to stay active and involved. And I think as far as aging goes, well, you used a line, which I love, which is, I want to grow old more slowly. Yes. I think we have a picture in our mind of what growing old looks like. I think Mm -hmm. with the grandfather we grew up with, we may have that picture in our mind of Mm -hmm. a hunched over kind of gaunt person sitting in a chair, um, difficulty with walking and you know, sharp mind, he had a sharp mind throughout his life, but physically Mm -hmm. it was a challenge. And so when I think of growing old, that's kind of my picture. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to postpone. (laughs) Yes. 
Yeah. You know, and he lived to be 96, but I, but I, from my entire life, that's all I remember is him being hunched over and difficulty with walking. And I think by including Mm -hmm. daily exercise, Mm -hmm. it's a good way to forestall that kind of deterioration of the body. That's right. That's right. And and I think also keeping it in balance, I would suspect some of his challenges is he worked construction or as his career, and he would push himself probably beyond his uh, capabilities and probably had uh, injured his back or uh, Mm -hmm. other issues. I I don't know his specific issues, but just from how you what how you'd see him move, you could see that he was probably dealing with a lot of pain from um, uh, injuries Mm -hmm. that he had that he didn't um, address and then Mm -hmm. just powered through. Yeah. So I think well, Ayurveda looks at aging as like we move into that vata time of life. And one mm-hmm. of the hallmarks is like the symptom, if we have this symptom, we know there's some vata is pain. Yeah. And that's the complaint I will often have uh, from people and maybe even from myself is, is I recognize I'm getting older when I get up in the morning and something hurts like my ankle, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I didn't do anything to hurt it. Okay. I have that <laughs> on occasion. Yeah. <laughs> But it'll be like a different body part where you're looking going, why is that hurting? What did I, you know, and then you start thinking, what did I do yesterday? Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like, it's possible. It's what did I do when I was 37? There you go. Yeah. You know, it could be some historical injury that just Mm -hmm. some inflammation has settled in. So it's like bringing warmth to areas. Like if I have pain, bringing warmth and circulation Mm -hmm. can be good. Also, like pacifying vata, stabilizing it. Like if it was, I'm holding my wrist, Jerry can see it, but it's like, if I had, my wrist was giving me pain, then how can I stabilize it? Because vata needs stabilizing. Or how can I oil it? Because vata needs oiling. Mm. Um, so Ayurveda really looks at, you know, how do I pacify vata really strongly during this mm-hmm. time as I'm getting older? And I think a big part of it, um, what I'm hearing from you is just like working consistently with the yeah. body to keep it physically fit. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I do my personal training uh, twice a, a week or an hour each session. And mm-hmm. then I try to do something uh, during the week to sort of push my uh, push myself, either take a long hike or a long mm-hmm. bike ride or go for a run mm-hmm. at, at least once a week. Um, yeah. yeah. During the weather, it was difficult to keep that up uh, when it was raining. But now, yeah, yeah. I, 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 at least every... Uh, Three or four days, I, I go out and try to do something that, that uh, yeah. pushes my home. Yeah. Let me ask you this: Have you noticed changes in like digestion, things you can eat as you get older? Like, I think that's a thing we look at too: is people maybe adjusting their diets a little bit as they get older? I, I do know that I eat less now mm-hmm. um, because I, I just don't need as much food. Anytime Ann and I go out to dinner, we won't buy it will always split a meal because it's right. just too much food for us and mm-hmm. uh, and if it's there i'll eat it you know yeah and then, then i'll get indigestion and stuff so I, mm-hmm. I i i'm slower um uh and my um digestion has sort of evolved to where uh i um occasionally have some issues with constipation and, and i mm-hmm. just sort of power through and i'll take some of the um uh, Oh, I'll use prunes and uh, mm-hmm. maybe a shot of espresso, and that seems to get things going. <laughs> yeah. 
But you know, that's that's really interesting. I wasn't going to go there, but it's, it is something that yeah. more and more people complain about as they age mm -hmm. is difficulty with elimination, mm -hmm. having some yeah. sluggishness and needing a little bit more fibrous support, like with the prunes or a little bit more stimulative support, like you might get from the espresso. So looking for keeping the diet really fibrous. <laughs> And, uh, you, you know, I was using um, Metamucil, and that, mm -hmm. that just seemed to um, make things more difficult. Yeah. Uh, so mm -hmm. I, I, I stopped doing that, and, uh, and, and I'm still exploring yeah. <laughs> different ideas. It's nice when you can find a nice food that gives you um, some good relief, like drinking a prune juice or eating prunes or something. You know, that they, I enjoy prunes, and so it's like, oh, that's great. I get to eat those. And yeah. then I'll also look at, I don't know if I, if I'd keep this in the, if I keep this in our talk or not, but I'm always amazed. Like I get, if I get up and I have a really good bowel movement, it's like, yeah. what did I eat yesterday? I'm going to eat that <laughs> every day. <laughs> it's, yeah. But it's not, it just seems like yeah. it's a, the stars aligned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but it's, it's nice that the, so when I was thinking of the diet stuff, is one thing you mentioned I think is really key is once we have lower levels of the sex hormones, estrogen and testosterone, we're not, our metabolism shifts yeah. and we're not burning off the calories. And so matching the intake to kind of what we're burning off makes sense. And most people as we age, the, it's not so much that, that like it, the appetite may still be there, but the need for the volume of food is no longer there. Yeah. So if yeah, the food it, tastes it good, to, I might keep eating it. Yeah, I, I do a, a, have a lecture on nutrition that I used when I was teaching. And it was that um, people will complain that I don't know why I'm putting on weight. I, I'm eating like I always have. And that's the problem. You're eating like you always have. Well, <laughs> because, that is a really good point. Yeah. 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 So, so you mm -hmm. need to uh, change your diet as you get older and, and lower the amount of calories you need. Mm-hmm. Because I think the irony is people continue to eat like they always have and are doing now less activity. Exactly. You know, and mm -hmm. yeah, there's no surprise. And the heavier they get, the harder it is to move. Right. Because right? now you're right. trying to move this larger body around. And mm -hmm. it's like, ah, it's a vicious cycle yeah, that goes on. Right. It goes mm -hmm. on with that. So Ayurveda kind of recommends listening to your body. Yeah, you know, we talk about mindfulness a lot, but it's like listening to the body, eating foods that are nutrient dense, but in small portions. Mm -hmm. So having foods like avoiding processed foods or things that are kind of empty calories, but having good quality food makes a big difference and you'll find you fill up pretty quickly. Yeah. Ayurveda has a trick, and I don't know if I've talked about this, if, I, if I've talked about the burp, like Ayurveda recommends we eat till we're just about three quarters full. And mm -hmm. when you reach that point, there's a little tiny burp that gets released oh. that you're that you're done eating. And it's simple to say, then just stop eating right then. But it's not always easy. Mm -hmm. and, but that's what Ayurveda recommends to see where, you know, your body will let you know when it has a good volume of food for it to work on. Mm -hmm. And if you're really present with the present with the meal, you'll notice that. Hmm. So it's one of those. And again, it's like the best way to avoid sports injuries is prevention, and the best way to stave off aging is prevention. Mm -hmm. You know, taking care of the body now uh, rather than wiping it out. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. That, well, that's certainly what I try to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, so, so I guess what you're saying is uh, the prevention is recognizing. Um, well, you, you mentioned the burp. I, I'm not, I'll have to think about that one if it, if it, if it happens with me too. Uh, but it's um, but just eating less, and mm-hmm. um, I, I think too. It used to be that uh, when I was heavier. I would eat till I was full and now I try to eat slower and then stop and then say, well, if I'm still hungry, I'll get something else. But it, it, it's because you're, you seem to want to eat more, even though you're full and it's sort of um, a slow change. I, I, I think of, I, I don't know if you remember the Exxon Valdez when it had uh, <laughs> the, the, the pilot apparently knew an hour or so, or maybe so much time before and he started turning but the boat has got momentum and it's not right it takes a while to turn and i think that's the way we are with our um hunger sense that you'll be full but your brain won't know it for another 10 minutes or so and then you just keep eating because you think you're still hungry and if you stop before you think you're full you'll sure. realize about 20 minutes later that well huh, i'm not hungry anymore <laughs> Well, yeah, that's did. a really good point. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's habits we got to break. I mean, we grew up in a big family, so it was like eat fast. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's competition. Yeah, yeah. yeah so supposed- I think it's those habits of I got and and the brain doesn't know you're full. It's like oh, okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How about sleep? Do you think sleep has changed much as you've gotten older? You know. Yeah, I, 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 one thing I have an advantage of now that I'm retired is I don't have to get up that early in the morning. And that mm-hmm. was a, a big challenge I had when I was working before. Um, I do um, frequently wake up in the middle of the night and I just am awake. And uh, so I'll, uh, I, 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 when I, I would have that actually before, and that was when I got a lot of my um, academic needs done, was uh, between um, two and four in the morning. And, mm-hmm. um, and and I well, well without getting too much into me specifically, but I used to work night shifts, so my uh, uh, regular uh, uh, cycle was upset uh, mm-hmm. um, by a pattern. But uh, it, you know, yeah. I find that I sleep best if I get a lot of exercise during the day. But that's not always mm-hmm. the case. Sometimes I still will wake up and then I'll still get uh, you know seven hours or so, but I'll I'll. I'll sleep about 11, I'll wake up about 2, I'll go to bed again at uh, maybe 4.30, and I'll sleep till about 8. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, yeah, I, I, I get my time in, but um, it's just stretched out more. Yeah. Uh, and has that changed? A, <laughs> yeah, I think the main thing has changed. I didn't have to go to work now. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's you got a little bit more control over your schedule, and you can allow yourself to get the rest you need. Yeah, yeah, and and what I like about that too, again, is you're you're listening to your body and you're checking in to see what does my body need and how can I get that need met? Because I think sleep becomes kind of problematic. A lot of times I'm talking to people and they've got uh, real sleep issues, and mm-hmm. it's hard for some people. They'll have that uh, anxiety over like if they're waking between two and four, they've got a lot of anxiety about why am I awake? And they're in bed tossing and turning and you avoid that. <laughs> get up and <laughs> you right. get out, 
And I was like, I'm not going to be anxious about it. I'm going to go make this a productive time. Yeah, yeah. I'll be anxious until I give up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I got to get up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll look at the clock and then say, well, it's been 15 minutes. And I'm not any more tired than I was 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Ayurveda would use tools. There's a meditation technique called yoga nidra, which is sleep yoga. Mm. Um, it's a guided meditation to help people get into a deep, restful sleep. Mm -hmm. um, what I have found with people, who, if they're struggling with insomnia, this one is great because even if they don't fall asleep, the brain is in that brain pattern state, whether it's alpha or delta, I'm never sure which one, that it gets into when it's in a deep, dreamless sleep. So even mm -hmm. if they're awake, but they're in that state, the brain is still going to do all the things it needs to do in mm -hmm. sleep. Yeah. And then if people are complaining like they're fatigued during the day or they don't feel like they're getting enough sleep, they can do a yoga nidra session during the day if they want. Mm -hmm. So if, if people are interested, I'll put a link in the in our podcast description okay. that um, we'll have the link to a yoga nidra website if they want to find some free yoga nidra recordings. It's a guided recording. and Usually what I find is that after you've listened to it a few times, you don't need the recording anymore. You can do it yourself because it's just a very set pattern. It's kind of like self-hypnosis, mm -hmm. but uh, it's it's been researched and it shows really good effects. And that's one thing is I see people's, normally the people that say age, they'll complain some about their sleep pattern shift. And I guess it's it's like it's like with everything, everything shifts. You know, as we're no in adulthood, we our bodies don't behave like it did when we were in childhood. Right. And then as we get older, it doesn't behave the same way. Excuse me. Yeah. As we get older, it doesn't behave the same way it did when we were in our 30s and 40s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So kind of say, oh, what does my body need now? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it goes back to the real foundation is that listening to your body mm -hmm. and then responding to that. Yeah. And how the flow of energy during the day, like how the day runs. I think some people need naps when they didn't need them earlier. Mm -hmm. They get benefit from that. Um, I get. I, like I, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm, I love naps. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes I feel like I get overwhelmed more easily. Mm -hmm. Like too many things going on at once mm -hmm. is is too much for me. I, I can't handle it as much as I could when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Do you find shifts in like energy level during the day or things like that? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm certainly a nap person, especially if uh, I, well, let me go back a little bit. A lot of times I eat a light breakfast and then I'll just snack a little bit and then have a nice dinner and that, that's mm -hmm. good. But um, occasionally, well, probably once or twice a week, actually, we take Ann's dad out to lunch. Right. And then I'll have, uh, Ann and I might share a, uh, a togo sandwich or something like that mm -hmm. or uh, a meal and then when i actually um eat uh, uh, uh more than no oh, i don't know uh, 100 calories i'll i just want to take a nap and it's not <laughs> a long nap it could be 20 minutes and mm -hmm. it could be maybe 40 minutes or something like that but i i guess it's my uh, um digestion saying well this isn't a normal time to eat and, <laughs> what's this about yeah <laughs> you're not gonna have a dinner now are you <laughs> see that's been a big shift for me 
It's like if I have a significant lunch, it's like I'm not hungry for dinner. It just doesn't doesn't happen. And when I if I eat dinner, then I won't sleep as well. Like if I was really full at lunch and I went ahead and ate later, it will everything's kind of slowly. I think my digestion's slower than it had been before. And so Mm -hmm. really having it's a big Ayurvedic thing to have that main meal at midday. But Mm -hmm. I do find if I have too big a meal, I'm tired. Yeah. And then and I have to acknowledge that if I'm not hungry, I don't eat Mm -hmm. dinner, even if it's my habit, you know. Yeah, yeah, it seems like uh, in some cultures, that's the thing. I I, I know when um, it used to be in Mexico, I don't know if it's still true today, but you'd have a siesta. Mm -hmm. So you'd have a nice meal, you'd take a nap. And and it it seemed like, although I didn't experience this when I was in Europe, but they said, oh, in Europe, everything was shut down from um, noon to three or something like Mm -hmm. that while people have a nice meal, they'll sit and relax, and then they'll get back to work later in the day. I, I've heard that. I, when I was in Europe, I didn't see it. So uh, I don't know if that's true. I saw it in India. I did see that in India. The shops closed from 12 to 4. Yeah. And yeah. Um, But then they were open very late. You know, they would yeah. start back up at 4 and be open till 10. Mm. Um, I think it's maybe it happens more in countries where they're warmer. Like I think mm. of Mexico, South America, it's pretty hot in the middle of the day. And yeah, so maybe yeah. they, that's a part of it, too. But I like that. I like the idea of a leisurely lunch. I was I was surprised in France at a McDonald's that mm-hmm. I saw this McDonald's and it had like 400 seats in it they had wow. tables and chairs. And I thought and I asked someone, I said, did that many people go to McDonald's that you need 400 seats in the mm-hmm. McDonald's? And he said, well, yeah, but they they stay because it's like you go to a meal in France, you're going to sit for an hour and a half. And so the idea of going into a McDonald's for an hour and a half is crazy to an American. It's just like, unless you got your computer and you're working, well, yeah, um, <laughs> you're just going to get in and get out. Whereas mm-hmm. there, their whole thing is that food is an event. And yeah. so you're going to mm-hmm. go and you're going to hang out with your friends and you're not going to leave. So they had to put more seats in so they could, they could accommodate all these people that are staying there for an hour or longer. Oh. And I thought that oh. was really interesting. Looking at, at food as a, an event, and so it was, they took time with it. I, I think what's really uh, enlightening is to think of that, that McDonald's is an event. <laughs> McDonald's food. <laughs> Which is sad. Yeah. <laughs> sad. Oh, this is how Americans eat. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, I'm having a McCheeseburger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's it's it was it's it, different cultures are really are are fun to explore, and I like to see the wisdom behind what they're doing. I think there's a lot of wisdom in that main meal at midday, take the time to rest and digest a little bit, and then you're prepared. You've got that food now has turned into um, the energy we need for work. Mm-hmm. We tend to do everything really quickly in the U.S. There's well, a, yeah. There's fast food, drive-throughs, yeah. Oh, I know. Everything's fast. There was a bumper sticker or something I remember from grade school. It's just so weird the things that stick with you forever. But it was, it said, "The hurrieder I go, the behinder I get." I remember that. <laughs> and I think of that like the faster I do everything, then the less I feel like I've really got the presence. Mm-hmm. I can't. You know, I've got too many distractions and then I get overwhelmed and I don't feel like I get anything done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it gets worse as I've gotten older. 
you know, that I have to really kind of double down on that mindfulness to slow down and. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I do too. <laughs> yeah. So I guess in summary, like the, the time to work on our aging problems is mm -hmm. like before we have them prevent doing prevention, yeah. mm -hmm. keep the body physically really well taken mm -hmm. care of. Yeah. Um, look at getting enough sleep or having our sleep serve us because mm -hmm. that's because if we don't get enough sleep then we're going to have some nervous system challenges but looking at you know making sleep work for you and then paying attention right. to how we move through the day mm -hmm. yeah i'd say that's uh really true i i, I certainly uh follow the uh, first part of the prevention and getting exercise and stuff and i need to work a little on the second part paying attention to how i get through the day <laughs> It's, oh, I don't know. I think it's, you seem to do great, I think, because you, you do pay attention and you take care of yourself and allow yourself to have the time. You stay mm -hmm. active. And I think you've got a good balance from the outside looking in. There's Because yeah. I think that's a lot of Ayurveda. It's about this balance between activity and rest. Activity, we do the activity, then we recover from the activity. Yeah. I guess it was a little bit of my uh, pitta coming in about the things that I haven't, uh, the projects i have that are backing up <laughs> i have no. all this time and i say well, i've had all this time and yet i still haven't gotten to this you know? yeah. oh that's I, I well you know me that's that's always a huge source of my anxiety is the things i've got that i haven't that i haven't gotten to so it's like trying to be gentle with ourselves too and but also you know saying okay i'm gonna make a little note here and i've got to do this thing so i pay attention to doing it because it helps alleviate the anxiety when i do it and so okay anything else you want to say about aging yes uh no i guess i guess we pretty much covered it <laughs> i think just so work on just work on getting uh older slower <laughs> yes age more slowly yes uh -huh. well terrific well thank you this has been mary thompson and jerry thompson with i or what now and we're wishing you good health bye now thanks for listening if you'd like to support the podcast, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash iyourwhatnow. You can always find us for free wherever you find your podcasts. And remember to subscribe so you'll have access to the latest episodes. We're glad you're here.